0: simple leaders welcome back to simple eats podcast thanks for joining me i'm chef t and today we're gonna cover three articles i came across i like to cover articles i find pretty interesting and also highlight some of my um blog articles on simpleeats.com just to kind of update you guys keep you in the loop in case you're not reading my blogs at least you get a piece of the content right here on the on the simple eats podcast platform so let's move on so for the turkey lovers out there I am honestly and <laughs> to be really honest with you guys I'm not digging turkey I am not sure if I'm going to have any turkey this year, but this is an old blog post, and the technique is actually pretty simple, pretty useful. Uh, It's definitely something you can play around with and, you know, add your own twist and take on it. But this year, I'm not really feeling turkey. My wife and I, we've been on a vegan. Uh, menu for the last, I'm gonna say week. Excuse me, I'm drinking some apples spiked apple cider here. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, so we've been on this vegan menu for about a week, and the idea is, um, well, we have a couple of things going on. Uh, I, I think one one of the things were we did see game changer with thought it was actually a pretty cool uh documentary emphasizing the importance of why we should go consider consider it. i didn't feel like it was like um, most documentaries where it's like a cult like and they're like forcing you to take on this sort of like lifestyle anyway i'm not gonna go too deep in that but we like the documentary we thought what they were talking about was really important and enlightening uh educational all that good stuff and although last year i did the whole vegan uh, diet for i want to say close to six months half the year maybe maybe even longer and i felt great uh, i started implementing um, animal proteins afterwards Yeah, so we decided to implement this way of eating as a way of cleansing and considering either staying this way uh, for six days a week or five days a week longer than we would normally um, eat this way. And we were thinking like, our cheap meals can be sort of like our animal proteins uh, and that could be maybe be like once a week or twice a week on the weekends it doesn't have to be the entire day it could be a specific meal i mean honestly every time i've, I've gone on a vegan cleanse i will call it um i feel i feel great i i, I go to the gym lift weights Alright, simple leaders, I'm back. Sorry about that. Uh yeah, I think we had this issue once before where I get bumped off if I get a call. <laughs> my wife was calling. She's coming home, baby. That's right. She's coming home. Anyhow, uh, yeah, she called and I got bumped off my podcast. Sorry about that. Moving uh let me see, where was I talking about the whole vegan diet? Yes, we're doing the vegan diet seven days a little past seven days been been great i think i was talking about i'm like yes when i did it the last time working out was not affected in any way in terms of strength i was actually able to work out uh without any issues actually last year when i was i was actually working out a little less in the gym and actually doing more endurance exercises outside so my running was amazing I was running miles like crazy, had a lot of energy, which is really cool. So what I'm actually curious to see this this time around is in, I'm not running, but incorporating. I'm doing a little bit of cardio at home on a bike or at the gym on a stair climber, stair climber. Excuse me. Um, what I'm really interested in to see is how my um, my weight training program works. Uh, just, just how I will feel in the gym, lifting weights, lifting heavy weights, and seeing the results. And uh, yeah, I'm curious to see how that that plays out. So I am looking, you know, uh, even after 21 days, I always like to go, when I try something, I always like to do it for at least 21 days. Uh, so I have about another 14 days left. Not to say that I'm just going to indulge in animal Protein, But I think uh, the idea is to maintain this during the week and over the weekend, maybe have uh, a little bit of animal protein uh, in there. I mean, when I read the Whole Foods book, I can't remember the guy, the guy who started Whole Foods created a book. He went around the world and interviewed a bunch of people and he interviewed people from different cultures and found that. Pretty much a lot of cultures, uh, cultures, uh, oops, sorry, and um, communities that have been around for many years are pretty much on some sort of a vegan slash vegetarian diet. Uh, they, con- they consume all your ancient grains, lots of vegetables, and very little animal protein. So they went to places like Denmark where pickling fish and all that stuff was a part of the culture. Um, I can't remember the re- religious group he he uh, spoke about, but it was there was two parts to, to the religious group he was talking about where um, one part was like... Sh- straight out all vegan the other part was like a mixture of uh vegan vegetarian so a little bit of um uh i think fish was a part of their diet as well my whole point is uh animal consumption i think and i think a lot of us think this is that it's overboard you know um i think it's a it's a market that targets a specific group of people and according to game changers they're they're talking about how it's always been targeted to men um you you need protein to be strong and all that stuff so i think that became a breadwinner for these big companies to to make profit so it just continued to it, it just blew up It became like a big, huge industry, which it is. And if we're if we're considering being mindful to our our world globally, um, then we we really have to start rethinking. You know many things. You know farming. You know in terms of global warming and all, stu- all that stuff. You know farming is 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 a big thing. Uh, there's tons of water that's involved in terms of dealing with animal protein. Uh, and, and there's a whole lot of pollution and all that stuff. I, I don't have to really elaborate. Check out Game Changer if you want to check it out for yourself. Um, I'm I'm not saying hey guys stop c- completely. Go on this vegan diet, forget meat or anything like that. I think, I think any, any change in, <clears throat> excuse me, any change in lifestyle, you want it to start small, then, then start to venture out a little bit. Start small, start with small little steps. Maybe it's just one entire day per week where you're going a little vegan, you know, maybe it starts with a meal, you know, making small changes like that. And if on a mass, on a mat, on a, you know, On a macro level, you know, that's used for many people who who want to get involved with just saying, "Okay, I'm going to give up or, yeah, give up meat for, you know, this specific meal or day or whatever it is. So I don't think that the approach is to go all in right away. Uh, For many people, that's very hard. Uh, considering considering that's been a lifestyle for many many years for some people I, I think the approach should be slow and steady slow and steady crawl walk run that's it real simple all right simple leaders, let me get back into this uh the articles that we have here today uh yeah i wanted to cover this uh, this turkey uh brine blog that you can find right on simple eats.com it's titled how to brine a turkey for juicy and flavorful results uh next week i will probably cover some vegan options as well but there are some really cool cool inspiration recipes when you go to simple eats.com anyway so uh there is some culinary debate right around the importance of brining the process of soaking meat in a salt water solution Uh, some people believe it's completely necessary while others don't really see the point so i'm in the first camp right because brining your and i've done this already uh thanksgiving brining your thanksgiving day turkey will dial up the moisture level and bring in more flavor it will increase the flavor profile and that's pretty much what you're looking for turkey in general if it's cooked wrong uh it could be extremely dry and you could be chewing for a very long time at the dinner table and it's not it's not fun your jaw gets tight achy and you get frustrated here's what we're going to do this is how this is going to work when you soak your turkey in the brine, the salt penetrates the meat right through the process of osmosis. Uh, the brine moves into the cells. This increases the moisture content and protects the turkey from drying out. Really simple. The salt also relaxes the proteins, So the cooked turkey in broth, juicy, juicy and tenor, <laughs> tenor, tenor. <laughs> the cooked turkey is broth juicy and tender Ten- what the freak tender oh my gosh you can even infuse your brine into with with seasonings like black pepper corns lemon rinds garlic fresh herbs for like an extra delicious payoff So it's really simple, guys. It's really simple. And and this is how you become like the master to your turkey on Thanksgiving. You'll trust me. You'll get all the bragging rights from your friends and family members if you do this right. So listen up. This is how you're going to brine your turkey. You're going to bring a gallon of water to a boil in a large stock pot. Add one to two cups of salt, any other seasonings you like, such as cumin seeds, lemon rinds, peppercorns, smashed garlic, rosemary springs, um, pretty much any herbs you like. Get creative, get funky with it, you know, you got to be like, just have fun or you can replace some of the water with broth that adds another depth of flavor and richness. That's really fun too stir until salt is dissolved turn off the heat and cool completely remove the neck and gizzard from your turkey save these for another recipe if you like rinse and submerge the turkey and cool in your cool brine you're gonna weigh down the turkey with a plate if it floats above the brine transfer the whole pot to the fridge do not leave it on your countertop because You know, when bacteria in Turkey and you're going to brine for about an hour per pound of meat. So pretty much, you know, 10 pounds of turkey brine for 10 hours. Really simple. Remove the turkey from the fridge. A few hours uh, before you're ready to cook that baby. Rinse, pat, rinse and pat it down with a, you know, tea towel or whatever you like to pat your turkey down with and let it sit in the fridge uncovered to dry up the skin. Bring the turkey to room temperature and cook as desire. So flavor your roast turkey recipe. Uh, You can, again, you can flavor it with all types of different seasonings you like. I suggest being creative. You can start out, if this is your first year doing it, start out with something you know. Next year you can all, always move on to something different unless you're deciding to uh, go vegan and you don't have to worry about it. Let's move on, simple leaders. Uh, So I found this article on HelloMD.com adaptations. I'm sorry, not adaptation, adaptogens, adaptogens, excuse me, uh, is the article. We're basically talking about CBD and, and adaptogens and it's titled what are they and how to combine them with cbd it's an article that was written about 22 days ago and it's a cannabis uh, writer educator erlin i think that's Erlen ball oh, sorry if i'm butchering her name uh so what are adaptation adaptions? adaptions. Jeez. So adaptions uh, are a uh, plant-based medicine that people primarily take as a way to help the body become more resistant to all kinds of stressors. So Chinese and uh, Ayurvedic traditions have used these plants for centuries, but the term adaptions originated in 1950s and 60s as a way to describe compounds that would increase our resistance to stress while each adaptions has slightly different effects they're all praised for their ability to reduce the impact that stress has on the body people turn to them for their ability to keep us grounded uh, to life's ups and downs research uh, on adaption adapt adaptions geez were while limited th- does support these claims studies show that many adaptions effects include combating anxiety depression fatigue adaptions also appears to increase people's capacity to work in the mildness of stress and fatigue these studies suggest that adaptions are so effective because of how they regulate homeostasis balance, right? Experts suggest for that, for long-term stress and related hormones imbalance, that the best adapt adaptions are, well, a few of them like uh, holy basil, Asian ginseng. Uh, Meanwhile, for acute stress, anxiety, increased energy. uh, You can look into Siberian ginseng is another one and the list goes on simply it's, it's pretty cool I, I highly recommend to check this article out i'm gonna have the link in the description right in my podcast so combining cbd and adaptions interesting interest inter, what's interesting is that cbd shares many of the same effects attributes of two adaptions adaptions such as Bringing bringing homeostasis to the internal system, reducing anxiety, easing depression, combating fatigue, boosting the immune system. Really important, especially we going into the fall and winter months, where you know uh, sometimes the cold weather would be uh, pretty tasking on the body if we're not really mindful what we eating what we're taking in and how we're dressing of course and if you know sleep is really important as well so check out this article is listed is going to be linked once again in my description uh of my podcast so i think you guys will like this it's not too lengthy but extremely informative moving right along i found this article on i actually didn't I skimmed it a little just the beginning of it, but it's it's talking about the C B D craze. And when when you actually click on it, it I think it's talking about the snake oil sales salesman to Neurolog neuro, neurologists. What? Neuro neurolog. <laughs> I can't speak today, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm tired. Excuse me. Let me let me go back to this opening opening uh page here yeah so snake oil salesman two neurologists respond to cbd craze so that yeah this is found right on yahoo finance um again i i just kind of just pulled this up i thought it was pretty pretty interesting and felt like you know you guys might find it interesting as well i like to f- like to share with you guys stuff i come across that i find interesting i'm not here we go there we go yeah so i i'm not like uh connected with yahoo finance and anything like this this is an article they have so it's talking about the cbd craze that has taken over the world by storm seizing promotional and consumer dollars as fast as anything in recent memory and they talk about cryptocurrency too which is funny fake meat and, or vaping so i got a lot of these things right now going into the next decade are like the prime things that are becoming like mainstream so according to the estimates of data research firm brightfield uh, the us cbd market in 2019 is expected to reach 5 billion so that's about a 706% growth compared to 2018 while celebrities after celebrities endorse cannabidiol which is also known as cbd products can personally attest uh to the benefits the science isn't so sure so you know uh when i hit, when, when i read article that says the science isn't so sure i i instantly think about regulatory issues that we're having throughout the country which prevent a lot of doors from opening so that you can't actually have can't do the research that you really want to do because of it. I mean, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's the issue that we're still having and dealing with. Uh, While the efficiency of CBD to treat everything from anxiety to Crohn's disease isn't clear, it's a real substance with real medical potential it goes into a bunch of stuff it talks about different art uh different companies public companies but the rest of the cbd claims remain untested and are by the fda standards Our concerns yahoo finance spokes to dr susan litman and dr william rosenfield neurologists uh and co-director of the comprehensive epilepsy care center for children and adults in st louis So the CBD craze is not based on proof is pretty much what they're saying. Look at the surge of CBD products. The physicians view the CBD craze as based on people's own perceptions about cannabis combined with big business hype. It's a large financial interest who want to take advantage of the financial boom. Lipman and Rosenfield said, uh, some well-meaning individuals may even be taking advantage of a potential boom which i completely agree that's why i highly recommend research companies that are out there I, i i truly believe that each company that that is promoting cbd products should have some sort of qr code on the back so that you can scan it yourself and you can see where the product is coming from. You can see the ingredients in the product. I'm speaking a different language, you can see the ingredients in the product, and you can see the percentages of CBD and all the other cannabinoids uh, that are. Uh, excuse me, oops, I just went out here. Yeah, all the other cannabinoids that are in your in the, the the product that you are trying to learn more about. And, and, and that's exactly what I did, too. I wanted to be really, I wanted to be transparent, simple eaters, with my dog treats. So I have um, broad spectrum hemp chews that contains water-soluble hemp in it. And the CBD, uh, the QR code is right on the back, so you can actually see the amount of CBD your pet, your dog will be getting. And you can see where my product is coming from, the people I'm working with, which is, I think all companies should do this. And that's exactly what I did. That was a part of my whole revamping of my treats, working with a different group of people that I can trust. We all, we're all on the same page. We're all about making sure our product is safe for our pets. To consume, which is extremely important. I wouldn't give Buddy anything that I know would be harmful, and I wanted to make sure that my product is on the market and could live up to what it's supposed to be living up to. And that's being true to the consumer, and true to me, and true to Buddy. And I am super happy, and he is too, he loves the treats. Super happy to be presenting that to you guys on the web i'm gonna be on amazon soon i just dropped my products off uh at a few stores here in beacon on main street and yeah i'm super stoked about it so it, i it, with anything you should always do your own research find out more information f- and do your research just learning more about cannabis and cbd in general i think is really important just so you can be just the way you do your research for your food you want to do your research for your food for your pet So you want to be skillful eaters, right? So when you're out there searching, buying, consuming, you want to be knowledgeable of what you're putting in your body and what you're putting, putting in your pet's body. And as a cancer survivor and chef, all those things are extremely, extremely important to me. Simple Eaters, it was great to chat with you today. I look forward to speaking to you guys soon always remember eat with a purpose and live healthy make sure you click on these links if you want to learn more about everything i was talking about today and i'll see you next time peace Oh, thank you.